Hello Gasheads and welcome to this A Chat With episode of Gascast. I'll be your host Duke and joining me today is Ben Akers who is one of the co-founders of Talk Club, a male mental fitness movement. We'll be discussing what Talk Club is all about, the link between football and mental health and we have more details about Talk Club Bristol Rose, which I'm really excited about. Welcome, Ben. How are you doing? Out of ten. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm uh, Pleasure. I'm I'm an eight, if I'm honest. Um, uh, I'm an eight out of ten. How are you? How are you out of ten? I'm good. I'm 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 a solid seven point five. I've done a lot this week. I was quite frazzled. Come Monday, I was like, I got X, Y, and Z to do, and I was I was getting quite worried and worked up. But now I've done it. And um, it's, it's all gone quite well and realised it wasn't as much as I was uh, building up in, in my own brain. And yeah, buzzing to have you here and to talk a bit more about Talk Club. But before we get stuck in, I'm very pleased to say we got a new sponsor um, and it's linked with Talk Club and, and yourself. So we've got Bristol Beer Factory on board and in particularly their new beer Clearhead, uh, which is their new alcohol-free IPA which I'm, I'm naturally buzzing about it because I, I do like a non-alcoholic beer, but it's often lager and, and quite flavourless, to be honest. So Clearhead is very hoppy. It's got it all in the right places. And the best thing, it will leave you feeling fresh as a daisy in the morning. So on a match day, you can fully appreciate the silky skills of our new Turkish Messi. <laughs> Otsume, you, you should uh, Google him, Ben. He's, he's brilliant. So, I mean, this beer is, is not only great tasting. I mean, it's it's helpful for the sustainability of Talk Club. Yeah, I mean, clear, Clearhead, basically, Clearhead is, is, is awesome. Clearhead's the answer to everything. Um, no, um, it's, it's the idea of it was Talk Club is all about getting men talking. And going to masculine places, going to real bloke places. So hence why we're here chatting to you now about about Rovers. But um, where where Clearhead came out of is that Bristol Beer Factory have been massive supporters of us since we started. And um, and we went to them going, have you thought about an AF? Have you thought about an alcohol-free? And we got a name. We got a name, this Clearhead. Um, and we tried to put it together and it took us a while. They, 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 uh, Sam, who sort of, uh, is our, is our main man over there. He sort of said that they tried three versions of it and it wasn't working to start with, but it's a proper beer. You know, it looks like a beer. It tastes like a beer. It just doesn't give you the hangover. And, um, and the great thing about it is, uh, a percentage of it comes back to keeping talk club sustainable. So, um, which we need at the moment because we're growing so fast and the need is there. I mean, we've got nearly 50 clubs now. Um, I think I think as of this morning, we've got 50 clubs um, around the globe. We've got sort of Sydney, we've got Singapore, um, and our most recent one is with you. Indeed, yeah. So, so we'll come on to that and um, obviously discuss it in, in great detail. Um, so yes, yeah, so that, that beer, once again, Clearhead, uh, which is a non-alcoholic IPA from Bristol Beer, factory so natural place to start for for those listening who don't know what talk club is what what is it all about so talk club is uh, officially the way we describe it as a talking and listening movement for men so the idea is that we are not a therapy group we're a talking group we're a talking community um we've got nearly 1500 men from all over the world um, all supporting each other, all talking about how, how they are out of 10. And where it comes from is the idea of mental fitness. 
So when you say mental health, people go, I don't know what that means. They mm. like it's it's confusion about about what that actually is. But if you sort of compare it to physical health and you go physical fitness and mental fitness, sometimes that to me that was a proper lights on moment. So so what we do is we we try and encourage men to talk about what's going on in their heads, like venting or getting things out getting out uh, out of their heads. Um and that will keep you mentally fit. So the idea is that um, we're we're all about prevention of mental illness. We're all about before you get physically unfit, right? That's you sort of like you stop going to the gym, or or you might go if you're feeling a little bit unfit, but you keep coming to the gym to stay physically fit. So that's what we're trying to do with Talk Club. You you come to us, you might feeling a bit sort of mentally flabby. Um, but you keep coming because you want to. You want to stay mentally fit, and that's that's the whole idea of it. So, do you see with the men that that cl- come to talk club sessions that their numbers will naturally go up? I mean, obviously, there's external factors. Things could be going on in their life that could potentially bring it down. But but just by going to the these clubs and and talking. Does it just naturally help your mental fitness? Then uh, it's it's amazing. You sort of like it's it's so when we first started, um, there was lots of there was lots of men coming along, and they were maybe fours and fives out of ten, and they would start with a four or five out of ten. And then the idea is you just do the way our club works is you you come in. There might be six to eight of you in a room. You 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 say your numbers and why you're that number. Then we talk about what you're grateful for, what you're happy about. Then we talk about mental fitness, what you can, how you can look after yourself that week, and then then how you are out of ten, your checkout number, and what I've never seen a number go down, right? I've never seen a, a sort of like someone might check in at a six and they check out a seven or an eight, or they might check it out at six point five, but it only ever improves. I've only ever seen it improve. Um, but what's a great thing about it is that when that's how we first started and people were coming in quite low numbers. And then uh, I was away for a bit doing some filming. I came back and those same people were checking in at eight and they were leaving at nine. And you go, that's amazing because what they've done is they've, they've not gone like the, like the gym. You, you, you go to stay physically, you keep coming to keep mentally fit. You keep coming sort of like to, to actually look after yourselves like you would a regular a regular workout at the gym. And I think that the more that we can actually start looking at our brains as these things that are muscles that need need looking after, they're not going to look after yourselves. I mean, like your body, if you, ca- if you have a kebab every day, it's not going to be it's not going to be good for you. But we don't do that with our brains. What we do is we expect it to be all OK. And it's not. And it's sort of like, I mean, the, the, the statistics are saying that, the, that us men are endangering ourselves. I mean, it is the biggest killer of men under 50 now. And the late statistics are telling us that, that um, a man dies every 90 minutes in the UK through suicide. That's a game of football. And that's horrible. So what we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get men way, way, way upstream to start taking more responsibility for themselves earlier. And going, a mentally fit man is good for him. He's good for his his his, his partner, his family, his his colleagues at work, and good for society. So you go, you're mentally fit. You can be better at everything you're doing. So that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, and I, I suppose with the the number idea, which which I really like, I just love the the simplicity. You can really track wh- where you are, and, and like I said, we all go through struggles. 
in life and and some of these struggles are unavoidable so, say you're dealing with with grief or it, it could be anything going through a divorce big things which is obviously going to impact your mental fitness but it's not to say you're going to just wallow in that and kind of get on with life maybe go to a to talk club and speak about these issues think about what what you're grateful for as well and your number will be higher so even if it's it's low you're, you're a, a two for example which which is low if you get yourself up to a, even a 2.5 or, or the three that is an improvement and that's better so i think it's it's framing it like that and i, I love the the link with physical fitness i know full well that if i start going to the the gym i haven't been to the gym for a very long time i'm not going to turn into schwarzenegger straight away but I will feel better naturally, and my kind of, my guns will increase a little bit. I was like, okay, that's actually better than before I I stepped into the gym. So it's I I love that analogy and and, and the link. So it's kind of a, a gym almost for the brain. Yeah, I mean, and I th- I think that what we're trying what we try really hard with 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 Talk Club is that everyone's numbers different. So. In theory, if you're feeling okay, your number should be five because you're sort of like, that's halfway in the scale, right? But most people will go to seven, right? But what we say is one man's five might be another man's eight. It's completely yours. And what I do, and when I discovered how to use these numbers and sort of, uh, and how to like own my men own how i feel basically like some days we wake up every morning sometimes we wake up we're not feeling great and we don't know why right um or we're feeling a bit depressed or as you say we, we we've we've had something that's that's sort of changed our lives but if you're mentally fit then you will be able to handle that anchor a bit better so we we call them anchors basically when you if you if you you've lost a bereavement if you lost someone you've suffered bereavement or you've lost your job or or something's happened that's big in your life. That's called an anchor. That keeps you grounded, right? So, and we're all suffering it now, right? We're in the middle of COVID. We don't know where we are. We've got this. Everyone is in is in sort of like slight turmoil. We're, we're floating around. We've lost his anchor. Now, what I do is I wake up. I wake up every morning. And I go, what number am I out of ten? That's the first thing I ask myself. Um, and I've got a, I, uh, I've got three kids uh, under eight. I've got a, I've got. A, uh, a nearly three-year-old who literally was kicking me in the head all night. She came in. She came in at sort of like three o'clock, and she was kicking me. And so I wake up. I'm luckily if I wake up uh, higher than a five, mm. right? And but I go, how can I get myself to a six? That's literally what I do. I go, how can I get myself to a six? So what I did this morning was I walked downstairs, and I went and I went and sort of just went into the back garden with a cup of tea and just sort of sat there. For, for five minutes in the cold and just gave myself some fresh air before I actually walked back in and made everyone everyone breakfast. And and I made porridge for everyone and, and we had lots of laughing and we mm. sort of like but I took control of it and that's what's really, really important about um what we are as blokes is that when you get when you become mentally ill you 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 or you become suffering from depression or anxiety or were these things too too far down the line you can't see control. You can't see where you are. What we need to do is that's almost like, like the way that we deal with mental health at the moment is we wait for ourselves to have a heart attack before we go for a run. But if you start, if you start that regular running, regular talking, if you like, Mm. when it comes to your mental fitness, then that will only make you better 
if something does happen. So if you do suffer, if you if you if if you do suffer losing one of those anchors, then being mentally fit, being mentally fitter, will make you will will help you deal with that. Um, like like if you've suddenly got to run for a bus, right, and you're unfit, then you go, uh, then then you you ain't gonna be able to catch it. So so I think that's what we need to do as a society, as men especially, to just sort of start owning how we feel in our brains. Yeah, I mean, it's framing it in a in a positive kind of solution focused way as well. Going back to your situation, getting kicked in the in the head that that is going to affect you. But like you say, you've got that choice to dwell on that and think, "Oh God, isn't this terrible?" Being getting kicked in the head all day. Oh, that's it just sucks. That's rubbish. What is that going to do for you? That's going to just keep you down you're gonna gonna wallow in it but it's, it's that it's that shift in your own mindset and i think for a lot of people it's it's, it's having that tool and I, I think that's where the the number comes in brilliantly is is you are are looking to up it and kind of feeding it into to football trying to get that maybe competitive element to it almost i'm kind of i do like brain training games on on, on my app it's not really for mental health but kind of co- cognition and i i love it i always want to beat my score so naturally i, I would like to get my number as high as possible because i mean that's a, that's essentially my that is my happiness and well-being like why wouldn't you want to get up there and it's not to say you're going to jump up to a 10 all the time but like I said, if, if if you're a four instead of a three, that's, that's surely got to be better, hasn't it? Well, that, well, that's the thing. If you go, you, you you have a you can take control on your life. You can take control on your day, right? and and especially now when we go, I'm feeling depressed. That doesn't give you anything. That doesn't actually go. I'm feeling down. I'm feeling depressed. So you go. So so what number are you? Okay, I'm a three. Okay, how I can't do anything for you. Like like with running, I can I can say I can buy you the trainers. I can sort of I can I can give you the inspiration. I can give you a push. But you have to have you have to put your foot down and 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 pound the pavement. But if you if, but if if blokes start taking control of their mental fitness and start going okay. I'm I, I want to get myself to a 3.5 today. And the way that I do it, I lift myself in ways like I'll I'll ring someone, I'll ring someone that'll make me laugh. Or I'll um or I'll listen to good I'll listen to music. I'll listen to music that will make me kick the endorphins in. And but these are things of me taking control of it, not letting not letting my little one bringing me down for the rest of the day which is what i used to do i mean i'd wake up and i when i was especially when i was working in london i'd be beaten by the time i got into work and i was a regular six for the whole of my 20s because i didn't i let life take control of me not me take control of it and and i think when you start talking about well-being and you start talking about mental health most blokes don't understand that i don't Mm. understand that it's just it feels so foreign and when you say to bloke, when you also say, well, talk to your friend, you might as well just say, talk Latin, yeah. right? Talk to your friend about feelings. I've never spoke feelings. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how to speak Where feelings. do you start with that? So, so what's really easy about out of 10 is you go like, you go, how are you out of 10? And you go, okay, I'm a, I'm a five. Then you, then you start with, why are you a five? And then suddenly that conversation can start because you've actually you've actually stopped to have a think about it. But also, also what you're doing there is you're 
you're allowing your 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 brain to process the way that you feel and that is the thing that that's the reason why we've grown so fast and 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 we're getting so many great great people and great organizations coming on with us because it's simple i feel like we've heard this phrase be kind to yourself quite a lot and i mean it's it's great the spotlight mental health has had recently but it's getting the tools to be able to be kind to yourself and in fact recognizing it because yeah often i can get in a bit of a, a negative spiral and I, and I know i'm feeling bad but i don't do anything about it but just kind of having that that check in place with with the numbers like okay I'm, I'm i'm at a four here let's not keep going round in a in a circle and like you said looking at that that solution but i think what's interesting as well going on to the actual talk club sessions is there's no advice is there so so it's a it's a space where men can talk and crucially be listened to but it's not like we, we, we've all had it and it's like oh yeah I've, I've, I've got so much work on at, at the moment and and then all you want to do is kind of moan about it and it's like oh yeah the boss is like real pain in the neck and then more often than not you get someone you know what you want to do right you want to do x y and z and you're like no this isn't actually mm. helpful so, so what so why is that so important well well what we what we do what what talk club basically back exactly what you were saying there is that there's so much awareness out there at the moment but what we're trying to do is 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 mental health action Right, so so Tom Watson, one of the other founders, sort of goes. That's what makes Talk Club different. Is that it's not about awareness; it's about action. And we're giving these very simple tools to men to talk, but also to listen. Because, like, to sit in a room for for two hours and for only talking for probably twenty minutes, right? But listening for the rest of it, and actually active listening, because active listening is so important. But we don't know; most blokes don't know how to do it, and don't give themselves space to do it. So, so what what we do is it's it's such a tight structure where it's your check in number and why your um what you're grateful for you're happy about and then and then mental fitness and then your out number and what you see is you just go when you're going around it you just go thanks for sharing because because I, I don't want to solve your problems I, I mean i can't solve your problems those are your problems right and and i can show you empathy i i um, i i might have i might have been through some of the things that you've been through but you hearing that from me probably is not going to be there it's probably not going to help you that much and what i found was it was an amazing one what we had where there was a it was a it was a bloke probably in his good sixties was talking about his his son, and um, his son was to say is disabled, and how hard it was for him, and um, we went round and he did his he did his number and he he talked about it and then we moved on to the next person obviously thank you for sharing, and he came up to me afterwards and he's like Benny thank you so much for that, and I said that's all right mate and he's like no seriously, I've never talked openly so openly about something like that before without someone telling me this is what I should do. And just you saying thank you for sharing was so important, not trying to solve my problem, but just 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 empathising with me, saying that it's okay, and um, and letting me, giving me the space, and listening to me. And we don't do that in society. We don't do that as blokes. We, we, we automatically feel like we need to try and solve it, and we can't solve other people's things because it's their thing. So... 
so so much of it is just about talking and listening and just sort of um the simplicity of of being there for someone um and you it's it's fascinating just having this group of people that would never get together any other time apart from maybe at a football match yeah. and um but but it'd be great it's great to sort of go to these just different ages like like an 18 year old really bonding with a, a bloke in his late 60s because what they were saying was exactly the same um but just looking at it from completely different angles and then they're both learning off each other's uh, off each other's um effectively moan because that's mm. all you're doing you're just you're just venting you're just moaning you're just sort of saying i mean gas says are very good at that yeah and so <laughs> I, I think i think the group is going to be perfect for it but i mean but but having that kind of camaraderie like you say and it can often act as a, a catalyst one person opens up and you're like bloody hell they they feel the same way as i do yeah. um so i interviewed uh our pa announcer lance cook and like massive respect and props to him for, for coming on and he opened up which in turn made me open up and like he was like are you, are you sure you, you feel like that I've, I've met you a few times and you seem like quite confident I was talking about kind of social anxiety and mm. stuff he's like I would never would have guessed that in a million years yeah. and it, it just breaks down that 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 barrier and, and and when you know there's more people out there like you because none of us perfect nobody's happy 100% of the time we all suffer with anxiety at different levels so once we hear other people say that i think that in itself must be quite therapeutic well it well it is it's very it, it's very it's 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 nice to sort of know that you're not um you're not weird right and um and what we blokes are very weird, are very bad at is showing vulnerability so where where talk club came from was that we so so i i lost my I lost my childhood best friend bloke called steve yates um and i didn't know what to do with that grief i didn't know how to sort of unpack that and i read an article that said that um men of my age watch sport and documentaries so i went sod it i'll make a film and so for a year, I sort of travelled around the country, um, meeting amazing people about doing all these great things, and um, and what I found while I was doing it was that the more I showed my vulnerability to people, the more they were going to open up to me. And it was a, it was it was an amazing experience for me to learn how to sort of how to how to be vulnerable, if I'm honest. Um, and then when we when we finished the film, and all the founders from Talk Club are all part of the film, so. Um, Claire is Claire, my wife is a producer on the film. Neil's a producer on the film. Blue's in the film. Tom's in the film. Gav did the music for the film. So it's sort of like so we all and they didn't know each other beforehand. So we all saw it like basically it's all about coming together on this. And what we wanted to do was we wanted to create some action afterwards, um, and something that was really simple. And what we found was that the uh, it's almost like the way that we approach a lot of. Uh, where talk clubs are is that I wanted that I took the film to, to instead of just putting it on uh, TV, I took it to pubs. I took it to sports clubs. I took it to gyms. I went, I've, I've been, I went to three prisons, right? And it was actually just going, just getting men in their environments where they um, are either comfortable or there's masses, massive testosterone in a room and actually getting them to be vulnerable. And it was fascinating because you go, look, we're all the same. 
we're all exactly the same no matter if you're if you're sort of like if you're unfortunately if you're in a prison or if you're only 300 grand in an ad agency these blokes were actually saying the same thing to me because I'd shown my vulnerability on screen they decide that they they were they were willing to show me their vulnerability and that was almost the basis of creating talk club with sort of um the things that we learned in the film so this is where it starts getting quite interesting for us because you go if you just like if you keep it really simple and you sort of say you show me yours and they'll show you theirs <laughs> right <laughs> back, back, back to back to back to how we used to pull women in, 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 in primary school but 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 it is there is something quite yeah. quite interesting in that by going by going, if you're the first one on the dance floor, then people come up as well. So that's where that's where it all came out from. But we've we've grown so fast in sort of like in the in the in the sort of eighteen months. I think we're probably officially going. Um, and it's like, but but and we are we are getting so many people saying to us just just sort of almost like thank you for being there because that's all we we're just we're a community. That's all it is. Yeah, like you say, in, in its essence, it is extremely, extremely simple. And um, I, I've only been aware of, of Talk Club for, for for less than twelve months. It, it was a real kind of chance encounter. I was in Friendly Records, uh, the wrong side of the river, and unfortunately, but great record shop, and uh, bought one of their legendary T-shirts. And I didn't notice I had a little extra design on there, so I was a, I was a little bit annoyed by that. I just wanted Friendly Records. And then there was a little talk club logo, and uh, I, was, I was quite intrigued by that. I was like, "Who's this on my t-shirt?" Uh, so googled it, and then just found out about you guys. I just just f- thought it was amazing, but because I think, like you say, that there's a lot of awareness about mental health at the moment, but in terms of solutions, there's not there's not many. And I mean, from a rover's perspective. And the community trust do some some excellent work, and I, I know you've you've met with Adam Tutton, who's who's fully behind Talk Club Bristol Rovers. They put on an event probably about two years ago, which they called Feeling Blue and White. And I arrived. I, I went. I arrived about fifteen minutes early. It was standing room only, so this was in the in the clubhouse bar, where the uh, capacity must be about. 150 you couldn't couldn't get a seat in there so you could you could tell so many people wanted to to get involved and so passionate about it whether that's their own struggles because we obviously all struggle or their friends struggles their brothers struggle whoever it is and we all sat stood in the room and listened to rovers players ex-rovers players rovers staff talking about their their own struggles and it, it it was so refreshing especially in the football arena where it is very macho and very competitive a lot of testosterone flying about like you said just to see that vulnerability and it, it was extremely powerful and even though it, it was a, a great evening nothing I mean the club do a lot there was nothing kind of following up from that so so i feel like this is filling that void and we've only launched talk club bristol rovers it's probably just over a week maybe two weeks and the, the feedback already has been 
outstanding. Uh, it's so heartening to see. So, so there is that. I don't know if this, this is the right term. There is that appetite for their p- people are screaming out like, "I, I do, I do want to be helped. I do want to be more mentally fit. How do I do it?" So, so this is the the kind of vehicle. That, that people can get on board with to to help with that. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You're saying the needs there. I mean, and we saw this over COVID where well, we went for a lockdown and we went into lockdown and we've grown 40% um, since, since the beginning of March, right? So the need is there. Men need need to sort of need this community. But the, but the thing is that what, what's amazing for us is you. Amazing for us is, is you. You've created Bristol Rovers Talk Club. You have right. Mm. You you were you were that captain that we saw. We put a, we put a call out to find fifteen captains um, who we wanted because we, we were we were challenged by Bristol City to uh, Bristol City Council. The sort of like not not the blue not the reds. Yeah, I was going to say not I the got, reds. I was going to cut the interview there. <laughs> <laughs> the council we were challenged. challenged I'm not going to start on them, but anyway, yeah, but, but but um, we were challenged by them to sort of can we talk to men? And we go, well, we're already talking to men. So they gave us they gave us a little bit of um, a little bit of funding to get to 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 train up uh 15 captains for sort of like that's what we call the people who 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 run these uh, run our, our groups uh run the talk club groups and um they the captains make talk club happen right so you are the one so i want to thank you as we're on your arm on your thank podcast. you mate I, i'll take it um but you're but, but basically you're the one that's made it all happen because what's happened is that your your love of this community your love of your football um your relationship with tuts has sort of like gone i will take it to the foundation i will see what we can happen and then now now you can take that on you go go well there are now what sort of 40 to 50 men in this group already, already. yeah yeah and and you might have saved lives. You might have done right, and I. And by the end of this, by the end of what's what's going to happen in the next few years, you will have saved lives just by giving your energy to something that you already uh, of your world, right? And that is what makes that's what is so so important for the respect that we have as the ones who had the idea. But the idea is the idea is nothing without the people actually make it happen. So every single one of those 1500 people or 1500 men are in the community. They're all, all those sort of like all the captains who are running the group are the ones that are actually creating space, creating, um, given their time and their energy into into saving lives so so what you can do is no matter if you're if you like as you've sort of said about social anxiety but the thing is what you're doing is you're you're taking what you've learned and what what you've what you've um what you've been through and you're using it in a positive way now you're sort of going okay well i've got i've 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 got me mental health first aid training i've got my mm. i've got my little bit of this and a little bit of that and i've got the confidence because even just a whatsapp group has been has been going off and you've seen you've seen a few men just sort of saying in there you've made them feel better already you've helped their lives and you've helped their families around them just by just just by being there for them and just giving them an easy space to talk so you've already done that so i would like to thank you i, I feel incredibly humbled and and, and when you when you frame it like that uh, the, the, the way you're you're saying it will save lives just just hearing that it is it's just hard to to comprehend but i mean talk, talk club had, I, I i've had i've had i i can say that i've probably had i've had well over 100 emails and i've had at least at least 10 people say to me face to face men say to me face to face that talk club has saved their lives i there was one man who who'd been who came 
one of the early oh just got a, just a bit of a trigger shiver down my spine just mm. talking about this there so there was one man who came to um came to one of the early talk clubs and he'd come for four weeks he said he said a bit he didn't said a lot and he said to me he came up to me after the fourth week and he said um you've saved my life and i was like oh and he said his name then um because everything is confidential so we yeah. don't say names yeah, yeah. right but um i sort of said well um, what do you mean? And he goes, well, when I first walked in, I was, I'd been thinking about suicide all that week. And I thought I'd give this a go. Right. And then he sat there for, as I say, for 20 minutes, 20 minutes talking for, for four weeks. Um, and he goes, now I know that it's worth me staying around. And this man's in his sixties and he sort of like felt very lost on certain things and sort of stuff like that. And he, he knows that it's important for him still to be here. And we, and we, we need, we need him here. We need all these men here because they are important and we do get lost. And that's what talk club is, is about, is about trying to sort of, we, 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 we are a talking group. So, so we're not trying to play with the therapy world, but it's about giving people value, sort of saying that you are valued. You, we want you here. You are important to you are important to us, and you're important to the world. And just by actually just talking and listening to other men talking about how they feel is is completely um, it's completely humbling in that world of going. I I am. I never thought just actually just voicing how I feel could save a life. And or, or and I, I I would talk and sort of I mean because my whole goal with all of this was to with the film was to save one life that, that's all I wanted to do I wanted to save the next Steve and stop him taking his life because um, I can't go back with Steve so I have to go forward but we hear it we hear it all the time now um, I've had loads and loads of messages about the film as well by going by going just this is this is actually asked me to reconnect with with life. Um, which is pretty amazing considering you sort of it's it's just it's just a load of people talking. Mm. Um but we really believe that 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 if we can prevent mental illness, which is the idea, we can prevent men getting that low. We can prevent men get men getting mentally unfit, then um then we will have a better world. I mean like those statistics, those uh, a man every 90 minutes are pre-covid. That's mm. last year's statistics, and they will be worse, yeah. right? Because we've had lots of redundancies, we've had lots of lots of uh, uncertainty, um, and they're not being reported as much as they should be, in my opinion. Um, but we have to stay positive. If we st- and that's what it's all about. That's the reason why you work with with uh, great organisations like Rovers, because mm. you're going like because they they understand their community and they they care about like you. you the guy's clearly Tuts clearly cares about 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 the, the wider community. Yeah, and to us that's so important to actually be working with people like him. I think what what's amazing, just literally thinking about it now as as we speak, is that it is already happening in in, in the Rovers community. Um, so I so I'm on on Twitter and. Um, it's definitely got his his negative size to it, which which we could debate for a long, long time. But I've seen so much positive stuff out there. Fans looking out for one another. Because for some people, myself included, it's sometimes easier to just kind of type down how you're feeling. But to then put that out on a on a public sphere like Twitter, even, even that's daunting. But you see the support, non-judgmental, 
not giving advice, just like slide into my DMs, mate. Like, sorry to hear that, but like, thanks for sharing. It's happening a lot. So, so again, it's it's not like we're trying to teach people to to suck eggs. That again, I'm going to come back to that word. There is that that appetite there. It's just creating that space and that kind of just more slightly more um, formal space where people can actually be heard. So yeah, when I got involved with Talk Club and I, I loved it from from the outset, I was like, yeah, I, I would love to to captain this. And as always, the, the natural thought for me is, and any question, the answer is, is normally Bristol Rovers, and and the answer was was very clear that Bristol Rovers would be a, a great vehicle because we have got that community there already and obviously got that, that shared identity with Rovers. And, and yeah, I've, I've just been bowled over by Gasheads getting in, involved with it. So, I, I mean, I, I can't wait to to get going, get get, get the sessions going in, in earnest. And, and yeah, you mentioned the Community Trust. They've been really supportive it's worth shouting out the the football club itself. They've they've backed it. They're they're putting their their hands in their their pocket with this. So it's it's great. And I mean, when we we do the sessions, it is going to be in the Thatcher's bar. So it's it's behind our, our our main terrace. How is important is that the space is there on site at the Mem. I, I think I think spaces are, are really really important. I think that it needs to be about comfortable. You need you, a man needs to feel comfortable in those spaces. And um, we've been offered well, we've been offered church halls, and we've been offered. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't work there, but it it changes the rules for me because it's not. There's nothing wrong with you talking about your feelings. That's the most important thing, right? Um, you would never look at you would never look at someone going out for a run and going, "Oh, he must be unfit," right? You don't look at it that way. You look at it going, "Good on him for for, for going out for a run," right? No matter what what size or shape he is, good on him for getting his getting his ass out there. And that's what we want. With that's that's a complete tone of talk club. So the idea is that if if it's in if it's in mental if it's in men comfortable spaces like like. The Bristol, uh, my one is in the Bristol back of the Bristol Beer Factory tap room, and sort of like uh, we have ones in other pubs, we have ones in other football clubs, and it's really important to actually go where blokes feel comfortable because just because it's nothing, it's nothing. You sit in a circle. Best time you sit in a circle and you do talk, but it's it's not it's not like this this sort of um, I have a problem. It's more uh, I want to I, I I want to feel safe. So, um, so I think I think sort of having having uh, rovers on board and uh, having a great space like that where you go, you guys feel comfortable here, you're more likely to open up. Yeah, and I think what's what's quite apt for for me is is I, I've I've noticed this quite a lot. I quite like to observe people sometimes, and I've, I've always wondered why some men who who go to to rose are so angry aggressive looking fed up the the the, the obvious gag is in there because they're out there watching rovers that's why you would be so fed up but then it got me thinking it's like surely it can't be 
because of the the game. Surely you can't be that angry at a player not being able to hit it down the line or he, he misses a pass. There seems to be something a lot deeper there. And again, it, it just boils back to the point where men aren't expressing their deep down fears. And that's how a lot of men get it out is is through aggression and i i see that on a match day and like i said it's it's not about football there's something going on in there so first of all, recognizing that recognizing it's not luke leahy who who you hate and and you're angry about there's something inside you're you're angry about so recognize that and and get it off your your chest and I, I, I've never been a particularly aggressive or, or angry person, but I've definitely been a person who's kept stuff in and it's affected me in, in other ways, namely anxiety and, and panic attacks. And the more I've learned about it and I've gone through mental health first day training through Talk Club, so massive props for, for putting me fr- through that. So the more I kind of understand, it's not like, oh yeah, Talk I still kind of had that mentality. It's like, okay, what what is talking going to do? But but the more I've done it, more I've kind of practiced what I'm now preaching, the more it has helped me because having thoughts and feelings bottled up is going to get out somewhere. So whether it is that, that bloke on the terrace shouting at the, at the players or myself having a panic attack and feeling really anxious... It's got to have that avenue, so, so so get it out, get it out in a positive way, and I think talk club is only just the the start, and it it it, it changes your your thoughts about mental fitness, and you can do it in other ways. We we all know the the link between physical fitness and mental fitness. So if going to a boxing club is is your avenue, like having to go on a, a punch bag, and then it's out, and then you're not taking it out on your 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 loved one, so. I think this does just kind of create that that conversation, which is brilliant. And and what is so nice to see is is people are becoming more clued up. So so I feel really really quite positive a, a, about it, really. And I, yeah, like I said, I, I honestly can't wait to get going. And it's 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 been amazing to to be a part of. But I mean, this is it's obviously only just just the start. Well, that, well, that's the thing. I think, I think, especially with now uh, the grounds being closed and sort of like not being on the terraces and not being able to do that. And and I'm I'm a um, I love I love my I love going to football. I'm a I'm a uh, uh, do I say I'm an Arsenal fan? Yes, but that's I'm a, quite depressing. Okay, man. yeah, especially. But um, but I'm a uh, but I'm a, I'm a football lover. I love all football. And I, and to me, it's really important when I go when I go to when I go to live games or. Um, even when I when I see it on the TV, it's like I'm a shouter. I need to mm. sort of like I need to shout out, and I sort of like and there's something about being with other other men on the terraces, shouting and sort of being part of that. And and even when you go to gigs and you sort of like you're singing along at the top of your voice, there's something sort of really visceral mm. about getting that out about like and I and in in in, in lockdown, I mean I, I've I've had a few times where I just wanted to shout. Yeah, and I've gone into the back garden, and I, I I live in a I live in a little terraced house, and and I, if I shout at the top of my voice, the whole street hears. But I was like, I need to shout, and I sort of said to my wife, I, "Look, I'm going to have to shout now." Um, 
and I roared literally and because mm. there's something we we're so we're so it's so hard at the moment we're feeling so frustrated about everything and when you've got this thing where you are where your usual Saturday is being taken away from you where you might be shouting at the top of your voice uh, uh, at one of the players or or or, 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 or either singing along to 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 intimidate the the ones who are getting wet. Yes, but, so that, that's where I want people to direct their kind of yeah. anger and, and shouting, and and it is is euphoric, especially when we're we're doing well and and you're kind of getting involved in a rendition of Irene. It is some of the best feelings I've, I've ever had in in my life like legally anyway even better than the illegal stuff it, it is it is it is ph- phenomenal so so i do wonder and i have spoken to mates about it with not being able to attend matches it must be having an effect on people because for, for a lot of people it, it must be their their only outlet and an avenue and I, yeah i know it's personally speaking it is definitely an outlet for myself even i Sit in the in the press area now, and I've been told off for being visceral and and and, and shouting. Um, so yeah, I I do wonder how the, the lack of football is affecting people's mental health. Uh, it, it it must be having a, a negative impact. It's definitely having a negative impact on me. So I, I, yeah, I'm actually buzzing to go to the mem, albeit not watching matches at, at the moment. But but, but but could could you see that? with maybe people you're speaking to that they can't it, it might not have to be football if they can't go to these social places gigs is another great example it, it is having that negative effect on mental health well it's, it's massive it's massive you mean like when when you're when when your coping techniques of you've built up over years have gone now right and um and it might just be something simple as going out for a uh, going out for it on a Friday night and seeing all your best mates, or 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 playing when there's more than six of you, and now you've got to do it before ten o'clock, and all these all these things that we know um, are better for the country, but then you start questioning whether it's all this or it's all that, and and um, you're just living in a world of negativity, which is really hard. But what what we've found is that like um, just actually just talking talking out, and and, and don't get me wrong, like. Talk cowboy isn't for everyone. Don't get me wrong. It's sort of like sitting in a room of six, six to eight people in a circle can be is can be and is often very intimidating, right? So what we started was we started uh, a, a talk and run and a talk and bike, and we started them because we were doing online, we're doing uh, online clubs, we're doing Zoom clubs, and then suddenly we were allowed we were allowed to go and exercise together. So we was like, well, why don't we just do a, a, a talk and run? And talk and runs are great as well because what they do is they, they, they we've got one in South and we've got one we've got one out of Clifton as well. Um, but but they're great because what you do is you you just turn up and you're going for a run. You just come in, you check in. What number am I? You might talk on your way around with some people, uh, and then you check out. And it's it's a, almost like an easy way in, and to an easy way to understanding that it that there's nothing really major complicated. There's nothing wrong with you. It's not. There's no stigma there, and. Um, but the more that we can get people doing stuff like that or, or writing, sort of like just writing everything down, like, like we, we work, uh, my mate Ollie Applin is sort of like runs a, a, a creative thing called the mind journal. He's not a great talker. He's sort of like, he, he, he finds it very, very hard to talk about certain things. He's great in the film, but I had to, in, in Steve, but I had to warm him up a lot to get to that. He goes, he said to me afterwards, I've never talked like that. Um, 
But what he found was that writing diaries, writing journals, keeping things very, very, um, writing how I'm feeling down. And he had this, he had this bizarre thing where he was in, he was in a, a, a club, um, and this woman came up to him and goes, you're Ollie Applin, aren't you? And he's like, he's like, yeah. And she goes, I just want to say thank you. And he's like, what for? He goes, well, my, uh, my, I, bought my, I bought my husband one of your books and he doesn't hit me anymore and just walked off. And he's like, "Wow, what, what the F? All right. And he's sort of going, and he never thought, and he never thought that what that knock-on effect might be. And, and I think that's what we don't understand with a lot of what we're doing now with Talk Club is that you don't know you don't know where this will go you don't know that this might improve relationship like we've 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 had we've had sort of um wives saying to us um thank you because he's now listening more at home yeah and you sort of like or or relationship with your child is better because you're actually more in com- you're in, you're uh, you're better with yourself yeah and it's that whole like butterfly effect isn't yeah. it so the w- the wife is is now happier child's going to be happier so going into school friends are going to be happier because you've got a happy kids to talk to it just goes on and on doesn't it, it's it it's better for society a health a mentally fit man is better for society so people people are often ask us why is talk club only for men right mm. and the answer is talk club's only for men but you can take our you can take our out of 10 or you can take all our literature and you can create your own women don't need talk club in our opinion right because they take those opportunities to talk, they they take those opportunities to to let off steam. Like there there, there was a there was a moment where we were um, it was one it was my son's um, birthday, and just there were all the kids in the middle all eating, and we had literally probably seven minutes right. And all for some one reason, all the boys went over one side, all the men went over one side, all the women went over the other, and um, and I so she goes to me afterwards. What did you talk about? Because we were debating about creating talk club. She goes, "What did you talk about?" And I said, "I don't mean it like without being stereotypical. We talked about football. <laughs> we talked about the demise of Man United and how brilliant it was, right?" Yeah. And um, and I sort of said, "Well, what did you talk about?" Well, she goes, well, "I moaned about I moaned about the washing machine. I moaned about you not doing this. I moaned about." And I said, "You only had bloody seven minutes." Yeah. And what happens is that I don't get me wrong. I think it's now harder to be a woman than it ever has been, but what they do is they, they seize opportunities, mm. right? Now, that could have been a moment for me to let off steam, for me to talk about things that were going wrong were going wrong in my life or, or things that were bothering me because these are good friends. But I didn't take it. And what Talk Club does is it goes, it, it dedicates two hours of your week or your fortnight or whatever you need to make it to just concentrating on you. And just concentrating on about what is going wrong or right with you. You come in at an eight and you tell us why you're an eight and tell us why you've got this thing working and this thing's working and this thing's working. That will be inspirational to others. So that's what it is. It's, it's actually about giving yourself back to self-care. It's actually, it's, it's, it's not even that. It's actually just going, going just like give yourself some time, which we don't. Like even our, even our massages hurt, Right. We don't have massages. We have sports massages. Yeah. That's sort of like that. You come out of where you've been beaten up. This is what we, as blokes, we're not we're not used to actually just going. What about me? Mm. What about me? And stoicism and sort of like, especially sort of like being fathers and being like going. And now this now football's been taken away to a certain extent. But that moment of well, at least I've got football on a Saturday. That ain't there. No, that ain't there in a moment. 
so so how do you so we'd love you to sort of connect back into that through, through talk club rovers yes yeah, so, so uh, listening to that you're kind of like oh yeah go along and and and, and talk about how i'm doing there's going to be rovers chat there's going to be 10 gas says that you, you don't have to be a gas said but if you listen to this podcast you're more likely to be if you're not i don't know why you're listening but thank you um so there's going to be rovers chat so, so the so the, the plan is um this is all happened very quickly but like i said with the support of talk club and and the club we are going to get sessions going very very soon so so keep your your eyes peeled for that the plan is at, at the moment is is thursday nights at the mem thatcher's bar Myself and one of the co-captains, Tom, we're going to be there. We're going to be the first people there from about 6.30. So the plan is to run the actual session from 7 to 9. We'll be there early. So if, if you want to come along and, and chat Rovers, you can chat Rovers. I'm, I'm sure we will. You can stay after for a bit. We can, we can chat Rovers. And it's going to be a very welcoming space. So I, I think you alluded to it earlier. It's going to be that the hardest thing out of it all is turning up, especially the the first one. So, yeah, come along basically. Um, so do check us out on on Facebook. So it's Talk Club Bristol Rovers. All you got to do is is search for that. Also, be a link in the description. And there's a WhatsApp group if you're not on Facebook. Again, there's going to be a description. All you got to do is click on that. And it's not just going to be the weekly sessions. So, so there is going to be one a week, like I say, on, on a Thursday night. So it doesn't conflict with any matches. But there is that community happening already that is, is just talking. You can share your number how often you, you like. People are doing it already in, in the groups. So that is how to get involved. So, so if you've enjoyed listening to this and, and think you're going to find Talk Club Bristol Rovers useful, Get involved it, and I mean, there's, there's some more general uh, talk club Facebook groups as well that people can get involved with. Yeah, so if you go to wetalkclub.com, and on there is the main group. So if you join that, there's sort of like I think we're up to about uh, fourteen hundred men on that group, and it's just literally this daily um, how you're feeling out of ten. Just put your number in and just talk. Um, also, as I say, we've got groups all over the world. So it's, if you've got a brother or you've got a cousin or you've got a friend in a different city, um, get them to go to wetalklub.com, get them to sort of to to join a club near them. Because to us, it's about it's actually about people you care about as well. So if you're if you're it's all men. There's no reason why any man shouldn't be part of a gym, right? Um, because inside that gym is all different manners of ways of, of getting physically fit. Um, and that's all we are. We are here to keep you, to try and help you be mentally fit. So it's not, we're not, it's not just about if you're struggling now, you can join, you can join the main group, you can, you can see what other people are feeling. And what we find is quite a lot of time is that suddenly when something happens to them, they lose their job or, 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 or a breakdown in a relationship, that's when they sort of start posting. And they go like, and it's going, this is my first time posting. I've been a member for six months. Mm. And to me, that's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant because they've seen what's happened. They're seeing how it's working. They know that support network is there for them. They know we've, they know that net is there, right? And then suddenly something's happened and they've, they've reached out and gone, can you, ha- can, can, can you be here for me? And 
that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to just create a community where no matter how you're feeling, good, bad, whatever, that you know that you've got somewhere safe and supportive to talk about how you're feeling. And with a very simple technique, you can speak feeling because I didn't know how to speak it. And I think that most of us don't. So, um, yeah, so like, as I say, please join us. Um, I'm going to be coming down and, and, and learning about, about Rovers. Now, I'm a, now, even though I'm from the other side of the water, yeah. I'm new to the city, so, so grab me. That's where we're, I'm we're, going. We'll take you under our wing then. We're, we're quite <laughs> happy. We need all the fans we can get, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, massive thanks for you coming on today. Um, massive props to you for starting in Talk Club. I've, I've been, yeah, very inspired by, by your work and... I'm going to link your TED talk as as well, where, where you talk about Steve, the documentary and, and talk club as well. It, it, incredibly powerful. Uh, what, what's your checkout number? Uh, uh, when I come in, I come in at an eight. I'm going to go out on a nine. I'm going to go out at a nine. Yeah. I'm playing footy tonight as well. So um, I'm looking forward to um, just leaving my foot in a bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, yeah, I've got to be an 8.5. Got, gone up a good, uh, good point. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just can't wait to get, get going rid it really so talk club bristol rovers it's going to be starting very soon all the links are going to be in the description but yeah if you want to get onto it straight away whilst you're listening to this right now get your phone out get your laptop out search talk club bristol rovers and and get involved with it it's, it's great to see so many gas heads involved and we'd, we'd love to see more so i mean all that leaves me to say now is is talk more gas heads and up the gas <laughs> thanks mate <laughs>